Movie Sushi School of Rock Dewey Finn has no job. He also owes his flatmate Ned $2,200. If Dewey's rock group wins Battle of the Band's talent show, he gets a share of $10,000. Ned and Dewey used to be in a band together where they rocked, but now Ned Schneebly's a teacher and he has a pushy girlfriend, Patty. Ned's under increasing pressure from her to kick Dewey out. Dewey's dejected because he's just been kicked out of his band, No Vacancy. He often played 20-minute guitar solos and stage-dived a lot, most times not being caught by the crowd. When Dewey takes a phone call meant for Ned, he learns he could make $650 a week as a substitute teacher. This is great, even if it means starting straight away. Next thing you know, Dewey is taking a class at Horace Green, the best elementary in the state. First task, writing his name Schneebly on the board for the children. He can't spell it, so leaves it as Mr S. When the head teacher Miss Mullins finally leaves, Dewey's first priority is food. He secures a turkey sub from one of the stunned children. Then he explains that he has a hangover. Who knows what that is? They're all ten years old. Immediately, he can't stand the school's system. He declares that there are now to be no demerits and vigorously tears down the poster in front of an impressed class. Dewey walks by the children's classical music class and his ears prick up. He goes straight to his van to fetch his electric guitar and other rock equipment. Zack is always told electric guitar is a waste of time, but Dewey convinces him otherwise. For Lawrence, piano is replaced with keyboard and Freddie plays drums. Katie is used to playing cello, but Dewey explains that a bass guitar is practically a cello on its side, so she can play both. Dewey arranges the class into an impromptu rock band, but swears them all to secrecy. The new class project is called Rock Band. Lawrence approaches Dewey at the cafeteria, saying he's not cool enough. Dewey convinces him otherwise. Everyone in the class is given a position, from band merchandise, to lighting, to backing singers, to costumes. Summer comes in the next day, unhappy that she's a groupie. She's researched the role online and understands that groupies are sluts which sleep with the band. Dewey promotes her to band manager, in charge of everything, and she's pleased. Dewey finds the lesson plan and throws it out in favour of rock-related sessions. He announces, 
music history, music appreciation, then band practice until the end of the day. When the children learn of Dewey's new song, they all want him to perform it for them. He talks them through the dry ice, the dramatic lighting and the many different instruments. It's a song all about getting kicked out of his band and not being able to pay his rent. The class then studies old videos of famous rock performers and their supercharged on-stage antics. It's audition day for Battle of the Bands. There's $10,000 at stake, so a crafty plan is engineered. This involves a recording of Dewey leading the class from a laptop monitor. The remaining children answer his questions as if the whole class were there. The acid test comes when Miss Mullins pays the class no further attention and walks past like she usually would. Dewey flexes his pastoral muscles when Freddie is found partying with some of the other rockers in the competition. He threatens the van full of men that he'll be really angry if it happens again. Don't make me come back here. He emphasises that Freddy's only ten years old. Whipping up the band into a frenzy of heavy rocking, Dewey tells the children that one great rock show can change the world. When it's the band's turn to play, the organisers suddenly say that they're overbooked. Everyone is dispirited until Summer suggests an answer. They should all act like they're terminally ill. Dewey returns afresh to the organisers and explains the situation. He really tugs on their heartstrings, saying how he'll have to take all the kids back to St Margarita's Children's Hospital because they've got a rare blood disease and they're all soon going to die. This works like a charm for the group. They can barely contain themselves when they learn they've made it through auditions, without even playing a note. Of course, they're quickly told to keep coughing and looking deathly when the organisers walk by. Dewey is told there's a parents' evening coming up, and nearly chokes on his coffee. All of his lessons are, essentially, a myth of rock and roll and necessarily a secret. When he hears about Miss Mullins' wild side during an alumni dinner, he hatches a plan. He takes her out for coffee, but ends up getting her drunk and putting her favourite music on the jukebox at a bar he knows. She tells him he's the first member of staff to take her out for years. Guitarist Zack is idly playing a song during a break. Dewey spots the potential immediately and arranges it front and centre. He wants the band to play Zack's song about the woes of having to go to school instead of his own. It's the day before the Battle of the Bands. Dewey reminds everyone not to drink tequila and not to try getting lucky on this night. One great rock show can change the world. At parents' evening, Dewey is floundering, 
trying to convince a room full of angry parents that their kids are getting an education. He then admits to Mullins he's a fraud. Patty learns from Ned that Dewey is teaching kids under false pretenses. She brings the police with her to the school. Dewey grabs his guitar and runs off. The kids all sit around discussing the adventure they've had with Dewey as their teacher. They decide that even though he misled them, the weeks they spent with Dewey were really fun. They arrange themselves and take the school bus to Dewey's house to collect him. Mullins almost relishes telling the kids' parents that all their children have gone missing. Her wild side now returning. The band, now called the School of Rock, are on next. At the last minute, it's decided that they officially play Zack's song. Dewey reminds them to go out there and melt some faces. The parents are held up at the door, told they must all buy tickets, and then are let through. As Zack's song unfolds on stage, the parents start feeling proud of their children, seem to be enjoying their time on stage performing. Even Ned, Dewey's ex-rocker flatmate, likes the set. This time, when Dewey's stage dies, the crowd actually catches him. The band doesn't win the main prize, which goes to Dewey's old band, No Vacancy, but there is chanting for School of Rock, and they play an encore. Everybody is happy, with Summer now negotiating live and on the phone with interested journalists and music executives. After all the lying and subterfuge, Dewey legitimately establishes the School of Rock after-school programme, using his flat as venue. Starring Jack Black, Mike White, Joan Cusack, rated PG, directed by Richard Linklater, released in the UK 2003, Runtime, 1 hour, 49 minutes.